Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 319. We stand on guard by Brian K. Vaughn and Steve Scrooge. <laughs> My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. Hello. At least we can pronounce our names sort of okay. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, uh, uh, you know, I'll fuck mine up occasionally. Sorry. <laughs> I'll fuck yours up occasionally. Well, I've spelled it wrong. Oh, most people do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were talking about Steve Scrosey or Scrooge, right? I think Scrooge, Scrooge. I think it's Scrosey. Yeah, but I think every time I've heard someone pronounce it, it's just somebody that likes his art that shops at my work. So right. it's not like a definitive, no, yeah, you know, pronunciation. Nobody here has met the man, right? Or anyone who has met the man, <laughs> right? Well, perhaps we have, but. Actually, I've met Jeff Darrow. I know he's met Steve Scrozzi. We don't know that they've met. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's one of the few things I did learn from the letters column. Oh. Because uh, they both used to work on, like, art for the Matrix. Yes, I know that. And Doesn't Brian, necessarily mean they work together. Well, Brian Vaughn tells a story okay. about how he, uh, like, got to talk to Steve about, and, and Brian, you know, about the Matrix. And, like, they they used to, like, have lunch together and just talk about it. All right. Yeah. See, the only part I read was that uh, that the Wachowski siblings uh, introduced both Brian K. Vaughn and Steve Scrooge uh, because they yeah. were mutual friends. I uh, did not see anything about a uh, Jeff Darrow. In oh there. yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> well, I know we both have met Jeff Darrow. Yeah. Really? At least I know I have. Uh-huh. But, yeah, he, uh huh. He's awesome. Yes, he is. He's very, very good artist. Yeah, and then he still continues to do. Uh, the book that he did for the Wachowskis Comic Company. Oh, yeah. Shaolin Cowboy. Right. What happened to Doc Frankenstein? Don't know. Just disappeared. <laughs> Stopped. Never finished. I mean, I guess you could say Jeff Dare still continues to do Shaolin Cowboy. I mean, it has been like a year or two since the new thing came out. But, right. But, you know, I think he's, he's, he's produced a body of work. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Uh, he's produced a body of work in recent years. Right. Whereas, uh, apparently Steve Scrooge, Scrooge, whatever. Uh, Steve. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> uh, has disappeared for quite a long time. From, from, from comics. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's probably been doing other movie storyboard. Uh, apparently so. And, yeah. Which yeah. I'm sure probably pays a hell of a lot more than I a comic. I would does. imagine so. I would yeah. imagine so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he did Doc Frankenstein, and I think the last issue of that came out, uh, 2008? Wow. Maybe? How many of them did they even... Seven? Was there? I didn't even realize there was that many. Yeah. I haven't, I've never read it, but I, I, I remember seeing them. There were seven issues, each of both Doc Frankenstein and Shaolin Cowboy, mm-hmm. originally. And then, yeah, Doc Frankenstein just disappeared yeah. and never finished. Huh. And I guess Steve went on to, to just do storyboards exclusively. Right. Yeah, if it pays the bills. Sure, sure. Uh, and, uh, uh, I'm a fan of his art. Oh, man, he's awesome. And that's primarily the only reason I even bought this book. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I mean, I like a Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, man, I do, too. But uh, when, when I saw the previews for this and then saw Steve, uh, his name attached to this. Uh, his beautiful, unpronounceable name. Yes. It spelled so simply. Yeah. Come on, I know, people. right? Well, he's Canadian. <laughs> it, could, it could be 
It could uh, be a tricky French name. That's we don't, all, we that's have also no true, idea. Scrosset. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got super excited when I saw his name on this book. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, wow, this is the first thing he's done in years. Yeah. So I, I knew I had to get it. I knew you did, too. No, I didn't. <laughs> but I knew you had bought it when you yes. showed me them. Yes. Because I'm... Uh, Kind of a detective that way. You're very observant. I'm like, if he is holding these in his hand, more than likely he has purchased them. <laughs> that it's it's a pretty good reasoning. It's astute. Yeah, but but uh, you never know. I may have just stolen them from oh, Mavericks. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> I mean, they're just right there, inviting you, yeah. and beckoning you. Yeah, so so this is uh, Steve's first work in comics in a couple years, and mm-hmm. Brian K. Vaughn, I think, took a short break a little post Why the Last Man, but but he's been hitting it pretty heavy in the Man. last couple of years. Yeah, he has. He's uh, been doing a lot of stuff. Saga, Private Eye, Paper Girls, Paper Girls. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the trade on that one. Right. Uh, this, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's he's. Guess had his taste of Hollywood and decided that uh, he wanted back into comics. Right, right. Like everyone, he knows where the money's at. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like Hollywood. Yeah, they got a few bucks shuffling around, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, we stand on guard. We stand on guard. What's this? What's this about? This is about the Great American Canadian War. Mm. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Yep, that's and, exactly what it's about. In the not too terribly distant future. Eh, about a hundred years from yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so the premise of it is that, uh, well, honestly, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how it all starts, but uh, America declares war on Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly due to something that uh, some Canadian rebels may have uh, right. incurred. <clears throat> right. Uh, yeah, they leave it a little ambiguous. I mean, right. it's basically like most wars where everyone has a theory of, like, I mean, you know, like, you know, you usually know, like, who actually fired missiles first. Right, yeah. But there's always, like, well, where did, you know, why did What's that happen? spark? Yeah. 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 Like, I think the World War One, I, I believe, was started due to the assassination of uh, Franz Ferdinand. The band? The band. Take me out. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I didn't realize they were gone. <laughs> so World War I has recently started. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not much of a history buff. It turns out somebody got really sick of hearing that song on the radio. Right. And it was most of America. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you, America. <laughs> World War One all the way. Yep. I'm going to draft. I'm going <laughs> to sign up. I'm going to enlist. <laughs> That's the word, enlist, not yes, draft. Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, that was the, the spark that set off World War One. So there, there's, I think they mentioned something about uh, the White House being attacked. Yeah. Yeah. But we never get any details, but also the details don't matter. No. Because yeah. it's not essentially what or, the story is about. Right. It's more about just this small band of freedom fighters trying to defend their... Canadian land. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the the story basically takes place over the span of like six years. 
but we're we're mostly stuck in the the present day of like 2116 uh but but we get to see like you know the the first uh uh open strike on Canada which uh sets uh, a lot of our story in motion as we're we're introduced to a couple of characters who who uh, drive the rest of the story. Yeah, Amber is that her name? Amber is her name. Indeed. She's kind of like the main. She's kind of like our, our. She's our in. Our in yeah, yeah. to the story. Uh, yeah, she's a uh, she's a little girl when uh, she basically. Well, I mean, she doesn't just witness it. She is. Uh, oh yeah. The dead center in the middle of uh, the first attacks. Right, and her parents are killed. Yep. Uh, and she and her brother then go on the run and, and struggle to survive and evade uh, the American forces that have uh, come conquering uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. With their big dicks swinging around. Heck yeah. That's how we Just do it. like all Americans. Yep. yep. Our cowboy hats and our six shooters. <laughs> yep. So the real heroes of the story, of course, is America. Well, yes. <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad Brian Vaughn has got such prophetic visions to inspire all the military of America to see what we can accomplish in yep. 20 years. Yep. Those Tim Hortons can be ours. 100 years. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Tim Hortons have already actually, I think maybe that was it. Maybe the uh, the Tim Hortons uh, invading America is right. the, the very first sparks that, of right? this war. That could, it could all be traced back to that. Right. I mean, do we really have to put up with another goddamn Timbit? <laughs> you know how they make chai tea? I know you know how they make chai tea. <laughs> how, do they, how do they make chai tea? They pour a cup of coffee and then they put a tea bag in it. Yeah. <laughs> I've had one of those before. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I do like their breakfast sandwiches. They have okay breakfast yeah. sandwiches. And, you know, tell me, who in fuck's sake would put crushed hard candy on top of a donut a monster monsters right. exactly yeah fuck canada <laughs> <laughs> well we don't know that that started in canada <laughs> okay it's just our theory right. yeah <laughs> i actually i actually quite love canada and i honestly think that was the main reason i enjoyed this like if this was america in any other country i honestly think my enjoyment level would have been like a third. Right. Just because I I really like the idea of, you know, Canadians. and I mean, you know, typically you don't think of them as, like, you know, violent, like, warmongers. Right, right. And, and well, so... Well, technically, they aren't the warmongers. No. We are. Well, right. Because truth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, but it, this is a war comic. It's yeah, like a... Yeah. And usually I'm not a big fan of war comics either. Right. Um, or especially, like, alternate, like... Like versions Ultimate of our reality, right? Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, it was, it was very good. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, and I think a large part of that has to do with uh, we do get to know the characters pretty well. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically focus on just a small group of freedom fighters. You know, insurgents, basically. Right. The two four. The two four. Yeah, that's right. Which I found out is named after what Canadians call a twenty four pack of beer. Really? Is it, is it, that was one of the things in the letter column. <laughs> it was like, like where, you, where did you get that name? And he was like, ah, that's what Canadians call a 24-pack. I uh, should have read those letter columns. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did read enough to, to say that uh, Brian K. Vaughn apparently 
only takes letters if you physically mail him yep. a letter. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I know he said they were, like, inundated still with, right. like, physical mail. So if they wouldn't have, I'm sure they would have had to read even, like, ten times as much. Right. So. Uh, Understandable. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So so we've got the, the 2 4, which, uh, you know, I, I don't remember many of the characters' names. Right. Yeah. Uh, like Frenchy, La French French, and, uh, Hoser McGordon, and, uh,. <laughs> And Bob and Doug McKenzie. Ah, they're just a bunch of nucks. Who cares? <laughs> that was like the racial slur. I, don't, I mean, hopefully, gosh, hopefully that's not a current racial slur. I didn't just <laughs> throw it out there. But in the book, in the future, they, like the N-word for Can- Canadians right. is uh, nucks. Yeah. Like they call them nucks. Although, you know, I'd say moosefucker is probably <laughs> slightly more incendiary. Yeah, but it, moose conjures up such a, like... You know, whimsical, cartoonish animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all love mooses. Yeah. And they probably fuck them, those crazy nucks. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hopped up on Tim Horton's coffee. <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the 2 4. <laughs> and, and the cool thing about the 2 4, like, I'm curious if maybe there were 24 of them at one point. Oh, and, there, and there's yeah. only like five of them now. Could be. Because cause there is a high body count throughout this comic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. <laughs> no, not everyone survives. No. Uh, spoiler. No one survives. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And I love the characters, though, because they're so, like, they're so ragtag, like, G.I. Joe style. Oh, where, yeah. Where, like, it's not like, you know, three of them kind of are, are interchangeable. It's, everybody's got this crazy personality. And one right. of them has a, a pet. You know, it's like right. very G.I. Joe style. Oh, the, the guy with the pet also has a robot arm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but there's also like, uh, uh, an actor who only speaks French. Yeah. Uh, occasionally speaks English. Occasionally. But, uh, but yeah, all of his dialogue that's in French is just there in French. Yep. No translation. And there's lots of it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think he has, an, uh, like towards the last issue has a couple of lines that are actually in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, you know, he only speaks French, uh, and everybody understands him because Canada, right? Because they're smarter. Yep, <laughs> they got the metric system. Bilingual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm bilingual. Curious. Ooh, so am I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so we we get to meet uh, Amber, and then through her, we get to meet the rest of the two four and. Uh, she's just out in the wilderness, uh, surviving. Uh, we find out that her brother has been, uh, taken prisoner by the Americans. And, uh, she winds up, uh, you know, getting taken in by, by this, uh, group of freedom fighters. And, uh, and then, uh, basically turns out to be, like, the most uh, gung ho psychotic about, uh, just killing Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she is, uh, relentless and, and hardcore. And one of the characters that you first meet, um, in the two, four has this interesting, cause Brian, Brian Vaughn always puts in some sort of nerdy pop culture kind sure. of dialogue. Um, and he talks about how Joe Schuster, I think it was, was a Canadian born, um, 
that you know moved to America and right. <clears throat> immigrated here with his family when he was a young boy. Right. And he kind of makes this parallel with Superman and how the Superman is actually a Canadian character and like right. his history is very metaphorical for you know for Joe's life or like Canadians in general. I thought that was really interesting. I didn't. I didn't even know that. Uh, I did not know that either. I looked it up and I was like, "Oh, he really is Canadian." Well, I knew that uh, they were from Cleveland, and mm-hmm. then that's where they created Superman. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, shouldn't that mean that Superman is a, a perfect harmonious creation from Canada and America? I, that's right. Just like this comic. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, Steve is Canadian and Brian's American. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting though. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't and that, that does kind of make some sense as far as like, he was like, yeah, he's from this peaceful planet <laughs> where everybody is like kind and then he, he, you know, is taken when he's young and thrown into, you know, this place where everyone's trying to kill him and everyone's like trying to become like all the evil madmen who are trying to become rich and like hurt everybody. I'm like, oh, that sounds yeah. like America. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, sadly. <laughs> yeah. But that was interesting. I mean, it wasn't like a focus of the book or even that one no, issue. Yeah, it, was just, it was just like two pages. Right. Kind of talk about it. And I was like, oh, that was, that was interesting. Yeah, it's because he, the, the character, uh, Booth, I think is his yeah. name, uh, is wearing a Superman shirt and he has a uh, Superman tattoo. Mm-hmm. Or I think it's the tattoo that everybody notices. Right. And uh, they give him shit for, you know, wearing the American icon, yeah. you know, tattoo. And then he explains, you know, about Schuster. Yeah. Uh, it does come back into play a little bit towards the end. Right. There's, for, a, there's a callback. There is a callback. Yeah, a very brief callback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of an important little scene, too. Yeah. Yeah. A callback scene. So, yeah, I like that. I'm glad they put that in there. It was like a neat little pop culture reference right for us nerds yeah and how did they know nerds were going to be reading this it's weird yeah it's like <laughs> it's like they knew somehow that a wayward nerd like one of us would stumble upon this comic book it's so weird yeah huh. <laughs> usually you think of like very beautiful hip people reading comics not, right yeah. not, not fat weirdos like us nope <laughs> Uh, unshaven, unclean, dirty fuckers. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so a lot of the story also has to deal with uh, the fact that America has like you know giant fucking robot war machine. Oh my god, they're awesome! Laser dog things. Yeah, yeah. There's like yeah, the giant <laughs> almost like American mechs. Yeah, and then there's like these these things that look like. Um, Transformers, like Beast Wars style, yeah, yeah. uh, wolf <laughs> robots or something. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, and then, uh, the, the, the Canadians are just basically fighting with the equivalent of, of, of rocks and, and, and sticks. Mm-hmm. Explosive, explosions. So, explosives. Know, they have weapons, but, yeah. you know, they, they don't have nearly the firepower that America does. And, right. You know, uh, it's sort of, you know, you're, you're rooting for the little guy to, yeah. to, to slay the giants. I know, right? It's, yeah. I know, and I'm not, like, anti-America, but I was totally rooting for uh, oh, yeah. the Canadians in yep. this story, you know? I was like, yeah, we suck. You know? Sometimes we totally suck. We totally do. But I, I like the country. I kind of like it. You know, it's, it's the thing. I think you... I mean, I, I think... You know, one thing about this book is that it can definitely, and even I think he did it in Ex Machina as well, 
is uh, Brian K. Vaughn, that is, because hmm. uh, he wrote that book, too. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Uh, is that, uh, you know, you, you can be proud of your country, but also acknowledge how horrible yeah. that, you know, the history that, that is you know, built upon it can be. Oh, know? sure, yeah. I mean, we, America, I mean, is built on the blood and bones of so many people. Right? Yeah. If you don't believe it, just listen to a few episodes of The Dollop. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. The the one that came out today is just, I mean, like, they even just come out and say it, that white people are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but basically, it's all about uh, slavery. Yeah. But not the slavery that we're normally used to. Just a horrifying different kind of slavery. Yeah. If, you, if you guys haven't listened to The Dollop, turn this off right now and go listen to it. It's, it's really... It's I much mean, better. I think every episode we recommend it. Yeah. I mean, seriously. It's, a, it's a great podcast. I mean, you're going to run out of dollops eventually. You can come back to us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, well, or you can alternate between the two. Right, yeah. But go listen to the dollop for serious. Right. It's good. <laughs> and learn just how awful America is. <laughs> and occasionally they tour Australia. You can learn how awful Australia oh, is, too. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know that we're not the only no, yeah, evil yeah. country. I'm sure even Canada has its own fair oh, share I'd love of, to hear some of, Canadian dollops. Right? Oh, that'd be great. I, I think they are doing a Canadian show. Oh, that'd be awesome. Or, wait, maybe they already did. They did, and then there is a Canadian dollop oh, out there, nice. so I'll have to find that for the next time we hang out. That'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, America, we're not good. Well, we are, but, but you know, like all things, it's not a hundred percent good. Exactly, uh, and that's what I'm trying to say is that that you can still be patriotic, but you. you it's wrong to be blind about it. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's. I'm sure there's, you know, a pretty equal amount of horrible and awesome things that have made this country what it is. Today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, the, the horrible things, you know, you, 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 like, don't really find them being acknowledged in a lot of places unless they're exaggerated in, like, the, lib- the uh, liberal circle or whatever, right. or, you know, maybe by... Warring countries or whatever, but, right, right. but I mean, yeah, there it's you know it's true. Obviously, you know, right, yeah. there's the horrible things that we've done. Oh yeah, uh, you know, but I, I think when when you ignore that and when when you only, you know, go full, you know, jingoism and and you know, uh, uh, patriotism without acknowledging you know any of the the awful things in our our histories and our past. Then you get someone like Donald Trump, <laughs> right? You yeah. know, spewing bile and hatred and bigotry, right? And I mean, I say that as someone who spews bile, hatred, and bigotry, you know, but, every but, episode. <laughs> but it's equal opportunity hatred. Sure, it's yeah, not, it is. It's not just like anti-Muslim or anti. Nope, it is anti everybody, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> and also exaggerated for some effect, right? And also mostly untrue when I say it. Do you think maybe Trump is just an exaggeration? Like, he's, like, the world's best comedian? And, like, this is, like, a character he's There playing? has to be some aspect of that, right? I would... I mean, if not... Like, I don't think it's an Andy Kaufman thing where he's like, this is going to be brilliant. I'm going to create this character. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know... Oh, yeah, he's not smart enough to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's not, like, uh, Steve Colbert no, or yeah. anything. But, 
but there has to be like a little bit of grandstanding like showmanship like where he's like I don't really believe all of this it's right. just, the, this ball is rolling and this is crazy well I, I know that in a couple of the most recent debates he's actually sort of let slip some some more liberal beliefs that he has which you know goes against everything that you know, the Republican Party believes which is partially why they also hate him right. uh, but you know everyone should hate him because he's awful but you know yeah there is some aspect of him that is definitely you know all about the show you know? oh yeah and he's just a rich man grasping for power now, yeah you know? yeah I don't I don't even hate the guy I just Dear God, I hope he never becomes president. I don't, yeah, I don't hate the guy either. Uh, I just uh, hate the idea of him becoming president. Yeah, that, that would be some kind of awful. Uh-huh. There's uh, a truck I pass a lot on the way to work, and it, it's got, like, a big... The guy, like, taped in big yellow tape on the back of his truck, Trump. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I came up with this analogy yesterday uh, that I feel... The majority of people who are Trump supporters are also the majority of the people who wear their pajamas out in public. <laughs> I can see that. The correlation is probably there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not causation, but correlation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh... I'm actually surprised that I haven't heard a lot of pro-Trump anything in my office uh, at work because that de- they definitely seem like that would be the seems like the place for the it. The route that they would uh, be going down, but you know, I've heard more support for Ben Carson than I have uh, anything else. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh well, I'm a Bernie supporter, <laughs> and so of course that means I hate all women. Bernie Mac for president. Yep, Bernie yeah. Mac. God rest his soul. Yep, R.I.P. <laughs> <clears throat> I would probably vote, vote for Bernie Mac over anyone who's running, honestly. That yeah, probably would, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, even that now that he's dead. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> a dead Bernie Mac Still can't more be much viable. worse. Yep. Weekend at Bernie Mac's. Oh, that would be a great movie. <laughs> Bernie Mac's dead body. Like... I'm sure Chris Rock already made that movie. Though. <laughs> Probably with Bernie Mac. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Right? I'm sure it exists. So anyway, we stand on guard. Oh yeah, we were talking about a comic. Yeah, well, you know, it's a political comic of sorts. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's open. which I usually don't care for at all. Right. Like not at all. But I was really interested in this. Like the story was good, and the characters very engaging, yeah. and quite frankly, the artwork is wonderful. Fuck yeah, it is. Steve Scrooge, whatever, is stellar and much missed. Yeah. I hope he I hope he does more comics work. And my word, the color is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Book. Yes. Matt it, Hollingsworth. Matt Hollingsworth, yep. It, like, I can't even tell. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes it looks like the best crayons ever. <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> like, it's got this, like, yeah. soft kind of, like, yeah. weird texture to it. I noticed that in a few places too. Yeah, it's like beautiful. It looks very European, maybe. I could see that for sure. Like it reminds me of some of those Metabarons books. Oh yeah, yeah. And Steve Scorsese's art has always kind of reminded me of uh, Mobius a little bit, anyway. Yeah, I could see that. So maybe that's partially what that is. But but yeah, the color is just gorgeous. Yeah, this is all around just a well put together comic, anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, but 
I gotta, I gotta, I gotta at least point out a negative here. Uh oh, there's only six issues. Well, no. Uh, you know, I really like Brian K. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, Why the Less Man and Ex Machina both are, are fantastic comics. Uh, what, what I've read of, uh, Private Eye is amazing. Um, the man knows how to tell a story. Up until the last issue. Cannot stick the landing. Really? I have never enjoyed the ending of any of his comics. Really? Ever. Really? I've always been super disappointed by the ending. With Without spoiling it, perhaps? Is there any way to say why? Uh, I think with this particular book, the sort of epilogue that we get uh-huh. is unnecessary. I, I think it would have ended stronger... Like on the page you're actually looking at right now. Hmm. Uh, but even then, it's still kind of weak. Right. Uh, like, like it resolves essentially, you know, the, the story and, and I mean, it doesn't resolve, you know, the, the issues within, you know, what's happening. Like they, the Canadians don't win the war or anything like that, but, but they, they definitely put a dent in to America's plans. Right. Uh, and you can't really tell where it's going to go exactly. Exactly there. right, which is fine. Yeah, uh, but but you know it's still just not definitive enough to to be a good ending. I, I feel. Yeah, I I guess I could agree with with that on this one. Like I mean I like the way Y ended, but um, but this one, I, yeah, I guess it does sort of maybe feel like it was more open for a sequel without knowing if there is going to be a sequel. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I kind of like the way it, the way it did end with, like it kind of ends with a flashback. Right. Um, I don't know. Like maybe it was just like needing some positivity, like something more uplifting. I mean, I guess you know, it, it flashes it is, back to pre-war. Right. Stuff. Yeah. It, it is a rather dark book. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so sure, but I don't know. It just, uh, I felt that from where the story does end, it could have still ended on a positive note without doing what it does. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I can totally agree with that, actually. Yeah, yeah maybe it didn't <clears throat> need to go back. But, again, like, maybe he was trying to, you know, come full circle where, you know, the book opens with, you know, a flashback and then he's, like, ending it with a flashback. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, uh, like I said, I, I, I did not enjoy the the endings of, of Ex Machina or Why the Last Man either, and, and uh, some of his other stuff. You know, at least his longer form you know, right. stuff. Right. Because I he did Pride of Baghdad, right? Yeah, I never did read that. I I read that and it's amazing through and through. Yeah. Like I loved it. I cried while I read it. Mm. Uh, but you know, but it was also just a ninety six page you know, graphic novel or whatever. Right. So, you know. Uh, and also, wow. but it had a, it was a bummer of an ending, but right. it had an ending. Right. Know? Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. Um, but yeah, just flipping back through number six, I, yeah, I can agree. Like yeah. the ending's not, it, it's, it's not like a problem, but it's, it's like, not, yeah, I'm, it's not as high caliber as the rest of the book. Like, you know, like I said, I, I didn't like Ex Machina or Y's ending, but like I wasn't angry at the endings. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, just, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much how I, I seem to end. Right. You know, with with Brian K. Vaughn books. Uh, but you know, I mean, 
Hell, I'm I'm usually wrong and stupid. So well, well maybe the movie version will have a different ah, ending. Could be because I I can totally see this, like especially with all the people involved. Oh like, yeah, I mean they have some Hollywood connection. Oh yeah, and this very much seems like a movie length story. Yeah, I could see that. I could see the Wachowskis. Uh, oh yeah, doing this. certainly. Yeah. Although uh, I haven't seen. Uh, their last couple of movies, but but I, I've also had no desire to see their what, last couple. Of what were their last couple of movies? Uh, Jupiter Ascending was the last one. Gosh, I don't even remember that. Uh, with uh, Channing Tatum and uh, Mila Kunis. Man, I, I honestly I have no recollection of that movie. <laughs> uh, Cloud Atlas was, okay. was the one before that. I didn't know that was them, but yeah, uh, it was them and somebody else, David. Tuhi, somewhere. Mm. The guy that did that uh, haunted uh, submarine movie we watched. Oh, okay. Uh, Below? Yeah, that, that was it. And uh, Speed Racer? Oh, yeah, I forgot that was them, too. Yeah. Still haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those, and I've also had no desire to see any of those. They did House Party 7. Yes, they did. That was them. Yep, that was uh, yeah. before Speed Racer and after Matrix Revolution. Yeah, was it 7 or 6? No, 6 was David Lynch's House Party. Yes, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. The one where they caught the house on fire and there was a mysterious woman that wandered in and yep. Kid and Play had to like find out where where she was you know, <laughs> what was going on with her. Yep. Yeah. That was great. And it like zooms into kids fro and like that really slow zoom with that yeah. uh-huh. crazy audio. Yep. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, speaking of weird things though, um, <laughs> One thing I thought was awesome in this book, and like some some of Brian Vaughn's stuff kind of reminds me of Grant Morrison a lot. Yeah. And like I loved the scene where um, there's an interrogation scene where they were using virtual reality oh, yeah. and like electrodes in this lady's head mm-hmm. to make her feel and see and just experience like being burned alive right. until they got the information, but they weren't actually doing anything to her. Yeah. And there's like this big question of is that sh- should that be Illegal, right? I mean, you're not actually burning them, but you're plugging these wires in their brain that makes them think they're being burned alive. I mean, it, it, it's mental and psychological torture, right, which, right. which I mean is kind of the basis of torture. Yeah, I mean, I think it should totally not be legal. No, but I could see that being something in the future where they're oh, like, yeah. well, like, well, we're not actually torturing them. It's just you know, you know, it's a safe way to get information out of. POWs, but that, right. you know, like I could see that happening. Like, oh, I'm sure yeah. it was very like creepy 1984 style, oh, yeah. visionary stuff. I'm, I'm sure somebody in our government read this and decided, hey, yeah. let's get, put some funnel some right. money into that program. I mean, they probably, yeah, they probably are were already working on it, but you know, they're just like, well, this takes it up to a whole new level, right? Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> I like this too. How it's it is 100 years in the future. But the the future stuff is like, other than the you know the fact that we're at war with Canada is very kind of um, minimal. Yeah. Like like there's some you know changes in technology and like some things like that and like landscape, but it's not like a crazy weird yeah, yeah. future. It's just like certain things are a little different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then one thing I just remembered is you know the, there's a lot of discussion in the book about. Uh, <clears throat> that America is basically invading Canada for water. Yeah. So, you know, it makes me think that, you know, 
Americans have probably, you know, destroyed all of uh, our water sources that are now, you know. Uh, it's inevitable. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and just like, you know, the, the wars in the Middle East are just all about oil. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> you know, the, the war in Canada is just all about water. Oh, yeah. My friend Matt and I were talking about this very recently about... Is Matt Brassfield? Matt Brassfield. Yeah. I don't take stock in anything that's going to be said now. Um... <clears throat> that uh, uh, a lot of America's water supply is being sold to Nestle. Oh yeah, like like that's kind of weird. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nestle wants to make all water, uh, or basically only wants water available to the people who can pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Huh? That's creepy. Yep. 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 That that's uh, America. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Corporations running us all, ruining us all. All right. Donald Trump, president. <laughs> 2016. <laughs> We're fucked. We are fucked as a nation. <laughs> you know what happens to empires? To empires? Yeah. They strike back? Nope. They fall. Oh. Yeah. All empires fall. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. American happening. Empire. We're heading down. Well, at least we have some good comics to read before we... Yeah, that back. is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully they won't all get burned in the, uh, you know, destroyed in the, the, the great, uh, coming wars. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, okay. And speaking of that, this, uh, this book, um, I actually looked, looked it up on Diamond's website. They actually did some second printings of a lot of these issues. So, oh. so if you do want to read it and your store is out of them, which I highly recommend you reading it, it's, it's yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a trade coming out, uh, in a couple months, I believe. It's in May. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's a little ways away, but yeah. so if you're like eager to read it, right, your store should be able to order a current printing of any of the right. issues. And hey, if uh, if you're like an American and embracing crazy technology, uh, you can probably read them digitally on yeah. Comixology. That's true. There you go. Looking out for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was very good. I honestly don't think I ever would have read this had you not picked it even right. though i i love both of the creators i just i was like eh, i don't want to read a war comic right like i just don't really care but it excuse me it was very good yeah i enjoyed it as well it was uh it was good to see uh steve uh, back in the uh the old uh penciler's chair oh yeah and uh yeah it's good to read something from brian kevon uh mm-hmm. i haven't haven't done that in a while so mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah Good times. Good times indeed. Burn America, burn. <laughs> That's right. It's always been our slogan. We've just waited for the perfect <laughs> opportunity to unleash it. <laughs> oh, we're both going to get arrested by the FBI uh, once this episode uh, comes <laughs> right. out. Yeah. yeah. So this may be our last episode of Gutter Trash. Hey, lucky everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, listener. You're off the hook. <laughs> Or are now implicated just by listening. All right. Yes. It's true. Hmm. Want to take a break? Yeah, we should do that. All right. We should go burn all the files.
How you doing? I'm, I'm all right. That's good. Yeah, I'm Keep, good. Keeping warm. That's good. I have my winter hat on inside <laughs> your home. Yes, you do. It's relatively warm out today. It's it's I mean, not compared to uh, you know Saturday. Right. But, yeah, yeah, Saturday was nice. Yeah, it was like sixty-eight, something like that. That's why everybody was not at the comic convention. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> it is very possible. Yeah, we we did it. Or I did. We you were there. I was there. Yeah. Or just just a paying customer. Yeah, you were uh, one of the few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Independent Creators Expo um, here in Dayton, Ohio, which. Is a pretty cool show. I actually really like that show. This was the third year, but at kind of the last minute, the show was uh, um, moved because uh, the hotel it was supposed to be at went out of business. Yeah, that'll happen. Um, that seems God to be damn a, it, Trump. I know, right? It was him shutting down all the Ramadas. <laughs> I, didn't that happen in Columbus with space last year? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was a Ramada, I believe. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's so, right. It was. Yeah. All the small press shows are being targeted by Trump's minions. <laughs> um, but no, it was, I still had a blast. I was, it was a good time. Um, saw some artists and writers that I, that I like. Yeah. Um, my friend Jack from Columbus. What's up, Jack? Should you be listening? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, some cool stuff though. Uh, bought some, some Liz Suburbia comics. Uh, um, yeah, I, uh, I I showed up just to sort of hang out with you for a little while, and then uh, with my friend Bruce, who was also there. Uh, he uh, finally, after years, uh, put out the final issue of his comic Iron and Ink. Nice. Of uh, which I have a, a pinup in. A beautiful uh, pinup, I might say. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm kind of proud of it. It's so very that's, good. That's a rarity. Yeah. Uh, but uh, go to brusohughes.com to, to find uh, those comics, Iron and Ink. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, a sci-fi western-ish uh, gods, yeah. gods and westerns or it's, something. It's, it's a western, but it's weird sci-fi. Yeah. Isn't there like some knights and stuff? There's, like a, there's a medieval knight. Yeah. Uh, Abraham Lincoln shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rocket ships. There's giant reptiles. There's uh, something for everybody there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There really is. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a, a weird Western tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and hung out with him for a while, and I uh, didn't really buy much of anything, but but I was just there to hang out for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I uh, the show started I think at like ten, and I got there at like one two o'clock or so. Uh, I parked out on the street. I, I walked up to the hotel. No signs of oh, any sorts. Oh man! Uh, saying you know, comic show, right? Like Nothing. Yeah. Uh, walked into the hotel. No, no signage whatsoever that said, "Hey, the show is in this room" or whatever. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, had to go up to the front desk and then talk to one of the employees back there. I said, "Yeah, is there like a some sort of..." convention comic convention something happening here today and she just kind of looked at me and said convention <laughs> so uh, uh that's too bad maybe the the uh you know the 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 people who run ice uh, next time should maybe work with the hotel i i get it was last minute but uh some kind of sign somewhere might might have helped right. a little yeah just to get some Joe's off the street right. type people. Yeah. yeah. 
because uh, yeah, it was was uh, not not very busy or crowded up mm-hmm. there. It it was. I mean, everybody was having a good time though. I think it was one of those things where everybody kind of expected like right. a, a low turnout because of the last minute switch. Right. Um, so I, I feel and like again, it was also more, you know middle of February and it was right. like almost seventy degrees. Right. So, so people are going to be like accounted for it too. Like let's go to the park instead. Right. Yeah, it was fun though. I had a good time. Yeah. Sold. I sold a few things and that's you know, good. Went home with some walking around money. So. Right. Right. You know, like uh, like I told you at the show, I, I've uh, been with you and seen you sell less and travel much further oh, to yes. get there. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've driven hours before to sell less than I sold, right. in, you know, right down the street from my house. So, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, Anything else exciting? Um... Uh, Dramatic, but uh, I don't think either of us want to talk about uh, any of that stuff. <laughs> right, right. Um, <clears throat> been, been trying to organize all my comics, which is a, a hefty. I thought feat. you didn't want to talk about the dramatic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this kind of drama, I think, okay. is okay for the listener. Right. Uh, such as, such as, I'm sure I, I can't be the only person that this has ever happened to. Uh, for for. Uh, I mean, you know, I'll let the the listener in on on uh, some of my my bad habits. Is that I have a habit of uh, not keeping things very organized or neat, like your comic collection, especially my comic collection. And so I've got piles of comics everywhere, and and uh, just sometimes they've been there for a couple of years, even. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It happens. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, I've, I've made a concerted effort to, to try to at least get them all in boxes and in some sort of order, at least. Right. Or at least, you know, if not like, you know, everything is, you know, Marvel, DC, ABC, whatever, you know, at least I have, you know, certain runs of stuff like in, you know. Oh, yeah. A chronological order, at least. Right. Uh, so th- there's a comic that Mike Norton did a couple years ago called The Answer. Uh, I bought them as they all came out. Uh, so you have all of them. I have all of them. Uh, it, it has been on my list of, uh, I'm gonna pick this for gutter trash at some point, you know? Uh, and so I think probably about a year, year and a half ago, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pick this. And so I gathered them all up. I found them all. They were all scattered around. I found issues two, three, and four. Could not find issue one. Ever. <laughs> uh, You're like, I know it's here, though. I I bought it. Right. No, I have. And uh, currently, I've got some other comics out there that uh, somewhere scattered in this house that uh, I know I have because I've bought them. Uh, one of them, uh, Pretty Deadly number six. Oh. I know I have because we reviewed it. I was going to say, was that the one after this? the group that we reviewed? or nope. That was part of that? Part okay. of it. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then uh, cannot find it. Mm. Um, I know it's here. I know it's here. <laughs> uh, so that said, uh, anyway, I've got the answers two, three, and four. Uh, just sitting around. I've got, I've had them in a stack next to my chair for for like a year and a half. I have not been able to find issue one. I've occasionally looked through all of my comics that I, <laughs> I you know, I have easy access to. Like, where would it be? Where can it be? What, what is, is the answer? 
Huh? What is the answer? What is the answer, exactly? And so, so this weekend I've decided, well, okay, I'm, I'm putting things in boxes. I'm not going to just have these three random issues just sitting out. I'll, I'll put them in a box and, and, you know, at some point I guess I'll buy issue number one again. Right. Because at this point it's a lot It's cost. gone. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I put them in a box. I'm like, okay, you know, set them there. This is my, my box of, uh, un- incomplete comics, you know. Uh, so later that night, I am, uh, doing some moving around and rearranging and organizing, and I find issue number one of the answer. <laughs> All right. It was here. It was there the whole time. Uh, right under my nose. That's awesome. Uh. So you read them all? So, no, yeah, well, you know, I, pull, I pulled it out. I was like, all right, I'm going to put this with, uh, issues two, three, and four, and then, uh, yeah, this may be my next gutter trash break. I don't know. I can't find issues two, three, and four now. <laughs> Uh, that's that's pretty good. Yep. You can't find the box, Steven. I mean, I didn't move that many boxes around. Right. So it's got to be relatively close by. Right. Uh, like, <laughs> Me didn't, like, slap a sticker on the front of that box as an incomplete series. Or no, anything. no, yeah. It's just, like, one of the boxes here somewhere. Yep. Hey. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and <laughs> I looked through... I, well, I mean... Maybe I need to go through issue by issue, but I've looked through all the boxes that I made over the weekend. All right. And I can't find them. Uh, see, that ha- that's happened to me before where I'm like, I know that there's like one issue of this series that, that's like stray and I'll like flip through boxes and boxes and yep. I can't find it. And then like later I'll go back a second time and I, I have just like flipped right past it. It like, happens. That drives me crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I spent all that time. Oh. It is. That's that's the one thing about comics, and, and uh, like last Saturday, I, I went to uh, one of our stores around here and, and uh, did some uh, dollar bin diving, and uh, flipping through comics is kind of a tedious, <laughs> exhausting process, uh, like a long box of comics, <laughs> you know, like like you, you want to see what everything is, in right? The, yeah, but at the yeah. same time, you're just like, eh, I'll skip a few. Right, yeah, here's a run of Aquaman's yeah. I can just skip past. Right, yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I'm like, I can't find Howard the Duck number three or whatever. Right. And I'm like, well, like here's a bunch of Batmans. It's clearly not in the middle of all these Batmans. So I flipped right past it. And then, like, you know, years later or whatever, <laughs> months later, whenever I'm flipping through again, I'm like, oh, there it was in the middle of all those Batman. Yep. The exact place that I remember telling myself there's no way it could possibly be. Because I'm the only one that puts books in these boxes. Right. And I wouldn't put it in a bunch of Batman. Exactly. Like, yeah, I don't have assistants, you know, <laughs> that I'm handing piles of books to saying, here, file these. But, God, wouldn't that be great if we yeah, did? It would be pretty great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like little robots or something. That would be awesome. Yeah, like I've, comic file drones. I've, I've, uh, for many years tried to get uh, numerous uh, girlfriends of mine to help organize the comics. It's never quite worked out that way. <laughs> None of them are interested. Nope. And I need to organize mine. Yeah, it's uh, you know like. I mean, you probably can't tell, but it's actually helping a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, at least around here. You know, yeah. Like, like, no, it's, yeah, I can definitely see some organization. Yeah. And I uh, just bought a couple of lo- extra long boxes today. And, and, I was uh, there. I know you were. You sold them to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at least, you know, hopefully I can get everything, you know, put in boxes and not just uh, out scattered around. Right. I even have a box just for stuff I'm currently collecting. 
so that whenever I get my new shipments, I can just stick them in there. That's yeah, that's smart. Yeah. So it, so back to the answer thing. What did you do with that number one when you found it? Uh, I I took it out to the the living room area where where I was pretty sure the the two right. three and four were nearby in a box, and and so it's it's actually it's sitting right behind you. Right oh, there. okay, so it, it's in a safe spot if you do find two three and four. Yes, it's yes. not going to be buried. No, okay. yeah, because that would be ironic if like it just keeps cycling through <laughs> those two. Yeah. Oh, that's still likely to happen. Right. Yeah. right. Something else will be said on top of that, and you're like, I thought yeah. it was right there. Right. I'll probably throw We Stand Our Guard on top of it. And, right. yeah. It's gone forever. Yep. Yep. Oh, why don't we put it right between issues five and six? <laughs> <laughs> that way you can be like, well, it's clearly not in this pile. Right. Oh, you know, I was I was going through some other stuff, and, you know, there was literally a comic tucked into another comic. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Like, you used it as a bookmark or something, maybe? No, like, they just happened to, like, they fell or something like when I gathered them all back together. Because I've like, done that before, like, you know, if I have, like, a thin comic, like, right, like yeah. Jughead, the new Archie series, like, it's really thin for some reason. Yeah. So I've used that as a, like, uh, bookmark. Like, you know, like, a lot of Marvel <laughs> Ultimate comics. Right, They're yeah. so thin, you can just put them... In the middle of a comic you're reading, if you have to stop and wipe, right. and, you know. Usually, if I have like a like if I'm doing a trade paperback and there's uh like another comic nearby, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I know uh, way back when when we read uh, Kramer Zergat, I uh, I used <laughs> a, a Booster Gold comic as my bookmark. <laughs> you could have probably used a graphic novel as a bookmark, probably, yeah, or like a Treasury edition, right? <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Essential. <laughs> I usually use old trading cards. I have a lot of old trading I've cards lying around. Quite a bit of those too. Godzilla yeah. and whatnot. Yep, I've got some uh, some Marvel trading cards uh, sitting around that that have all been used as bookmarks. They're great bookmarks. Oh, yeah. yeah, especially in trades. Yep, they uh, kind of fall right out of the single issues. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's why they call them floppies. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's a there's a big comic show coming up this weekend. Oh yeah, uh, at the Jim and Dan's uh, comic show. Uh, I know. Sometimes I usually go with uh, with our pal Joe G. I don't know if he's going to be going or not, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think if he's not, I still may show up myself. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 95 percent sure I'm going to be working there. Yeah. Um, so that means no drawing night then. Because hmm. usually that's what happens. <laughs> Is that usually what happens? Usually you're like, oh, I'm tired. Right. right. I, I usually am pretty tired after the show because we usually get up pretty early and I'm just like, I just want to go home and get drunk. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Hmm. I guess I'll make up some, some backup plans maybe. I guess. Just, just in case. Yeah. Right. Right. Let's see if uh, Matt Brashley wants to come over for some, some computer tutorials. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure he would love that. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, of course, you know, the the side effect of going through your comics is finding holes and uh, stuff. And so you're like, I must purchase that number that I'm missing. Yeah. You know, I, like I spent an hour today at Mavericks trying to do the very same thing and found only one comic that I was missing. Hey, one's better than none. It's true. <laughs> I mean, and in our defense, you were looking for some pretty obscure stuff. True, you know, but you know, yeah, <laughs> I guess we blew all that crap out in our dollar sale. <laughs> well, then uh, hopefully the, the show this weekend uh, there'll be a lot of dollar boxes to peruse. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a good show. I like that show. Yeah. I, I've I, actually I, never got to go to that show where I wasn't working there. Right. Um, so I'm usually pretty much stuck behind our table. I usually like, if we get slow, I sneak away to the surrounding like four tables just right. to peek, but you know, like keep an eye on our table and yeah. run back if necessary. But yeah, it's, it's a cool show. Yeah. I like it. Uh, the, the last one I went to, I wound up spending like $40, which I was intending on not buying anything. Right. Uh, but, but Joji kept, uh, pulling shit out of dollar boxes. That's what he does. Said, hey. That's what he does. <laughs> yep. He's good at it. He finds stuff. Yeah, that is true. He's, so, the, uh, he's the Indiana Jones of nerds. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping he will go cause, cause I could definitely use his help, uh, this time. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause as, as we discussed, I get bored going through wrong boxes. Right. <laughs> well, give me your list too. Um, oh, yeah. and, uh, if I, cause I usually look at the, like the guy that's usually behind me has a lot of dollar stuff. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'll probably show up anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I know one of the ones I went to, I was looking for something new and relatively, you know, expensive and nobody had it. So, uh, I think those shows are definitely best for finding old random shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the, like the best stuff I found there. Yeah. I did find like a guy that was blowing out newer back stock and I, I bought, some long boxes for Mavericks. Yeah. That was a pretty good deal. But, you know, like some Marvel stuff from the last year or so. Right. But, but, yeah, it's usually like, yeah, older, like 80s, 90s, or early 2000s stuff yeah. you, you find cheap. Who knows? Maybe I'll find somebody who has a uh, Power Man and Iron Fist blank sketch cover. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, because apparently that thing is uh, hard to find. Apparently so. At least for now. Yeah. I bet it'll. Or at least at Mavericks. Right? Yeah. Well, y- we we couldn't just order one. Right. Like Marvel's dicks. Yep. They won't. They just won't let you order them. You have to order like if you order two hundred percent of Doctor Strange number four. Right. With power for Power Man number one, you can order the blank cover. Right. right. Like, I don't want to do algebra. I just want to give you money and you give me comics. Right. Yeah. yeah. Plus, Power Man and Iron Fist doesn't sell as well as Doctor Strange. So. No. Yeah. Well, you don't know. It's only the first issue. Well, the first issue we ordered eighteen and we sold like eleven. That's quite a bit. And we saw like 25 to 30 Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we would have had to order like 50 Power Man to Would get. you say it's because your customer base is largely racist? <laughs> well, Doctor Strange is, uh, yes. I don't know. He's got a mustache. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> what race is the mustache people? <laughs> The mustache is black, so so he's Mexican. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, um, I don't know. I think I think Doctor Strange is more of a more of a Mavericks nerd kind of place. I bet like Power Man Iron Fist sells better some places. Um, probably. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we've got a pretty good Doctor Strange clientele. I can totally see that, and I'm sure that new book is good. I like Jason Aaron a lot, but um, I haven't read it. But I read the Power Man and Iron Fist and. I thought it was okay, the art being awesome and the story being just okay. Right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've read some decent reviews of it, but I have not uh, gotten a chance to read it myself, so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, I'll check out at least one more issue, if not a couple more, and see right. how it goes. I mean, you know, ideally, I enjoy a Power Man and Iron Fist. They're awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, that was one of my favorite books when I was a kid. It's like, still one of your favorite books. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was my pick of the week this week. Yeah, yeah. I put my little, my little card on there. Even though you didn't enjoy it? I, well, after I read it, I realized there was probably other things I enjoyed more that came out right, this week. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure Sex Criminals was better, maybe even Mighty Thor. Right. But, uh, I stuck with it. I left my little pick of the week on there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a that's a weird insight glimpse. You guys pick your picks of the week before even reading yeah, what you pick. Yeah, well, that's dumb. <laughs> well, we're like this and is gonna, misleading. This is gonna be. Well, I mean, you know, what are we gonna do? Read all the comics? Well, sure. It's your comic retailers. Right. <laughs> no, we we put them out. Uh, we put that's our. What I would do if I were in it. You read them all. I read would them. say, okay, everybody, pick five books, read them each. <laughs> right. I usually know, uh, I usually just put what I'm most excited about. Like, right. this is what I would pick to buy. Right. You know, like, that's, that's kind of the way I look at it. I read the new Howard the Duck last night. That was really good. Yeah. I'm behind on that. I'm behind on everything. Mm. <laughs> Every long box you see in this room, not red. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> really? Mostly. Well, uh, mm. one of those long boxes may have the Twilight Children in it. I read that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you I finally found the number one? No. <laughs> I, I did. I I found the last copy that Superfly Comics had in Yellow Springs. Nice. I bought it. So now now my run is complete. Well, that's cool. And, and I just got my issue four delivered uh, this past week. We so. both have complete runs. Yeah. That's a trade paperback that uh, is coming out, I think, in April. Everybody should check that out. Yeah. They should. Explain to us what happened. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we haven't really talked about this because uh, we, we kind of skipped a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I went to see the Deadpool movie. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, you did. I did. I did, yeah. yes. Uh, it's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. It is uh, an enjoyable little romp. Yeah. Yeah. I found it to be a delightful. A lot, a lot of F-bombs? A super lot of F-bombs. Right, yeah. Which always makes me feel delighted. <laughs> um, I've heard mostly positive reviews. I heard maybe like two people say they're like, well, it was okay, but that was like the worst review I heard. Right. Uh, um, you know, it's fun. Uh, the biggest complaint that I would have about it is that it's uh, a little too... Heavy on the pop culture references. Okay. So it's going to date itself really fast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just a lot of. I feel like Deadpool's like that though. Like, right. The comics are like that. They're that, very referential. That, that's, yeah, that's sort of the, the yin and yang of that. Right. Is that, you know, yeah, for him to be the character that he is, that it kind of needs to have that. Yeah. But at the same time, you f- I also feel like, yeah, they probably could have written those jokes a little smarter. Right. You know. But yeah. at the same time, like, there's still plenty of funny in it. Yeah. You know, it's still hilarious and gross and weird and awesome and, uh, super action packed. Uh, and then, yeah, just, uh, just, or just a good time at the movies. Yeah. Well, that's, sometimes that's all you need, you know? Yeah. I, I'd like to see it, but I'm not like, I kind of doubt that I'll see it at the theater. Mm. I'll probably wait till it's on DVD because that's what I 99% of the time do. Sure. Um, but yeah. And I, I think I finally got over that hump where every other customer that walks in is like, what did you think of Deadpool? Like, like I finally had like two days straight where no one asked me what I thought of Deadpool. Right. So I think I'm over that hump where I don't feel like I really need to see it. 
in order to understand. not be driven crazy by that. Understand. Um, so I'll, I'll probably just wait at this point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's also not really a movie that, uh, you know, you're going to be living in fear of spoilers about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've already had plenty of them, like right, e- even yeah. the post credits thing, but, uh, like I really don't care. Right. Like, you know, it's one of those movies, like you said, it's not like Star Wars or something. Exactly. I really wanted to know what happened as it happened instead of beforehand. So. Right. Yeah, it looks fun. Yeah, it was. Did you get a double feature out of that one? I did not. Ah. I had, uh, I had company with me, so I usually don't drag other people on my, uh, on your mad on my shenanigans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Although, with as packed as that fucking theater was, I easily could have snuck into any other movie and no one would have noticed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I could have stayed in Deadpool for a second <laughs> showing and no one would have noticed. Unless it was sold out, then they would have been like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, even the, the, the showing that I was at, uh, you know, was, was packed, but there were still empty seats. So, right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh,. Uh, we'll spoil this one thing oh, uh, about the spoiled. Deadpool movie is uh, during the the uh, post credit scene, uh, Deadpool ad- admonishes the audience for for leaving their trash in the uh, the place, <laughs> and uh, and yet when the movie was over, just everybody fucking left their trash everywhere. <laughs> like fucking goddamn animals they are. They're like, well, we've already been reprimanded. We might as well do it. <laughs> <laughs> took my trash out because they blasted you because all that and I'm a fucking courteous person <laughs> right yeah <laughs> I always try to take mine out unless like if I like drop a Sour Patch Kid or something right, yeah. and like it's bounced around I'm not gonna go digging around for it but right. but yeah I, I always take mine too yeah. I love the Sour Patch Kids I know you do mm. <laughs> yeah Speaking of movies. Speaking of movies, I guess I should pick one. Yeah, we're supposed to watch a movie. Yeah, we are. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There, there, there's, there's things happening that, that may interfere with our plans. I'm not sure. Yeah, but hopefully, well, hopefully not. Well, hopefully not. We'll talk about that off, uh, off air. Mm-hmm. But, but, uh, ideally, uh, next week, I would like to watch a movie with you. Yay. Uh, in that movie. Uh, since, since, uh, we just read about, uh, Canada, uh, the, the planet's whitest country, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's take it back down to, to, uh, a different area, and, uh, I would like to watch a movie Aww. that, uh, is called Straight Out of Compton. I've heard of this movie. <laughs> that is probably the polar opposite of Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Yeah. And yes, I know I pronounced it straight out of Compton. <laughs> yeah. For humor. Thank you. I, I've, I've had a couple of people at Mavericks pronounce it that way and I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to watch, uh, straight out of Compton, the, uh, the, uh, NWA movie. Yeah. What does NWA stand for? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Nux with Attitude. It's uh-huh. a Canadian, uh, rap group. Yep. <laughs> That would be hilarious, actually. Uh, we need to wrangle some Canadians into doing that. Yeah, that's that's cool. I've been wanting to see that. Sure, I have not. Have you have you watched it? I yet? have not watched it. Oh, cool. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, just just got it in from the Netflix. Nice. So uh, we we can do that, and that'd be uh, awesome. And then that that will finally give you your 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 
your soapbox, your pedestal, mm-hmm. uh, with which to completely rip apart ice cubes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Did I tell you about the video Kathleen sent me of Ice Cube hanging out with Elmo from the Muppets? I think you did, actually. Or Sesame yeah. Street, or yeah. Sesame Street, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pretty great. <laughs> like, I kept, ex- <laughs> I, like, honestly thought it was a fake video, and I kept waiting for it to, like, I was like, Turn, oh, right. no, this is, like, I thought it was, like, a funnier die thing, right, right. but, no, it was, yeah, he was just on Sesame Street. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get more into that next yeah, week. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, well, so Sesame yeah. Street's just around the corner from Compton, I think. <laughs> I think they are both in the South LA. <laughs> is that where Compton is? Uh, 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 we'll, we'll find out next week. Yeah, week's. I guess we will. Yeah. So we'll, we'll learn about some uh, some rap musicians and uh, maybe a little geography. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how white we really, really uh, are. I think we all know. <laughs> but we'll solidify that. Oh yes, fact. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.